This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, May 1st. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins. I'm joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, uh, made it through a month. One month down. Yeah, it's almost, yeah officially we're, we're, we made it through the, the, the first month in the books. Yeah, uh, this is show number 20. And uh, yeah, so far so good on this crazy adventure that is a daily podcast. No uh, doubt. Um, how'd you, uh, did you have Chris Sale in a stack, perhaps, for Thursday? I've been far too busy at work to, to actually sit down and like, fill out a DFS lineup yeah. since Monday, so I did not have Chris Sale in, in a stack. I'm, I, I'm, I did. I'm thrilled I didn't. I did. And, I mean, you have to remind yourself that this is an impossible job sometimes, but, uh, yeah, if Chris Sale can get blown up in Minnesota, then I don't know what to tell you. I feel like I'm in the wrong business of giving advice when that happens. I'm clueless. I have no idea. Yeah. It happens. Some, some some days you pick Mike Avilos to have a, a big game, and some days you pick Chris Sale and he gets lit. You know? Yes. It's, yes, it happens. It happens. So. I, you know, last time I was on, I, I picked Austin Jackson to do well, and he didn't do anything. Yeah, that also happens. Just every once in a while, this is the equivalent of uh, Kyle Kendrick throwing seven shutout on opening day. You're just going, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I don't know no, anything. No, 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 no. That, that was... That was more remarkable than Chris Sale getting shelled. Because yeah. we, we, I think Chris Sale has given up eight runs before. I've never seen Kyle Kendrick have a good start before. <laughs> uh, oh, good old opening day. It's the best opening day memory. Well, we're going to look at some uh, some DFS options for Friday, May 1st, and then we'll go over uh, the weekend as well. We won't record Saturday and Sunday, so we'll try and take a peek at those as well. Give you guys a hand if you're uh, going through those. And then Matt and I also have some Field of Streams picks for Saturday and Sunday. So mm. let's go ahead and tee this off for Friday. Who stuck out to you at catcher, Matt? Anybody uh, specifically? Honestly, nobody specifically. I, uh-huh. I hate to say that, but... I, you see, the thing is, when I make my picks, I look for I look for the stacks that I want to take advantage of uh-huh. on Friday. I see just lots and lots of really mediocre pitchers. Uh-huh. I see I, I see Eddie Butler in his crappy thirteen to thirteen K to B ratio. Oh I see yeah, someone someone named Carlos Frias. I see yes. Alex Colome pitching against Baltimore. Yeah, I, his could, debut. His, you, you, his debut this year, but yes, he's not good. You could absolutely talk me into you know a, a Caleb Joseph against Alex Colome. Yeah, cheap options for sure. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of guys like that. Um, I have some expensive options I kind of like, but I don't have a problem with punting the position for some better hitters against some of those stacks. Um, if you want to pay the price for Buster Posey against C.J. Wilson, I'm fine with that. Um, Evan Gaddis gets Rowenis Elias. He's showing some signs of life, but I'm not not a big deal. Um, my favorite might be Salvador Perez gets Kyle Lobstein. Um, Kyle Lobstein's left-handed and not great, you know. Um, yeah. And Sal Perez likes to hit lefties. Stephen Vogt gets Colby Lewis. Okay. And then uh, Brian McCann gets Justin Masterson. And boy, howdy, can Justin Masterson knock it out lefties very well. Um, so that could go fine. But, yeah, I'm fine with a cheap option, for sure, too. First base, I had five names at first base, and none of them were huge slam dunks for me, but there's, again, a lot of options. Um, Again, full price, Joey Votto gets Trevor Cahill. Trevor Cahill's bad, and Joey Votto is on. Joey Votto is his on-base plus... I'm sorry? Did you say Joey Votto? I don't think so. 
Joey I'm not Fado. even sure you, I heard you say Joey Hotto. Oh man, that would. I don't, <laughs> well, that's a that's now a new nickname. We're gonna have to go back to the tape that's and confirm. It's the worst nickname ever. All right, well, it won't stick. My my bumbling oh, and my mumbling may have given him a nickname he won't keep. But um, Mr. Vado is Trevor Cahill. Joey Vado is an on-base monster, a doubles monster, a home run monster. He just he just hits. So. Trevor Cahill is also bad, so I don't have a problem with that. He's Chris brilliant. Davis yep. gets Alex Colome. We're also guessing how to say that, but that's as good a guess as I have. Colome? It's cr- I think it's correct. Uh, probably. Colome. Anthony Rizzo gets Willie Peralta, which, you know, it's not a scary matchup for me. Chris Carter gets Rowanis Elias, which will be a little cheap, a little high upside. Um, and then Aegon gets Roby De La Rosa, who not really figured it out yet either um any other first basemen stick out to you on friday uh i think joey vado with the v is probably the best option if yeah. you're paying full price cheaper options eh, eh, eh. Matt adams gets aj burnett i guess that doesn't do anything for me yeah could be fine but nothing special no how about yonder alonzo against your boy eddie butler would you ever pick yonder alonzo Probably not when I know that there's better options that probably have better days. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to go with him, even though he's a lefty in that lineup. It's just, you know. So, yeah. My favorite is Votto, even if you have to pay for him. I'd rather go cheap at catcher and then spend at first base for a guy that's pretty dependable. How about second base? Anybody like at second base? Actually, the the one that, that I kind of like is Ian Kinsler against Chris Young. Oh, yeah. I can I'm see that. Focused. Yeah. Chris Young. <sighs> It just allows crazy amount of fly balls, which just, sometimes works out for him, but, you know. And, and that's, that's where I'm going with him. Kinsler tends to hit quite a few fly balls, but it, it, isn't it amazing where in 2015, guys like Jason Marquis Chris Young still have jobs? Kevin Gregg still pitches. That's Apparently. insanity. Insanity. Um, I don't have a problem with Kinsler or any of those Tigers against Chris Young. Yeah. Um, he he kind of scares me in that he could blink them just because he has voodoo magic, but if he doesn't, it could go badly pretty quickly. I really like this Sabathia against Masterson matchup. Basically, any righties in the Red Sox lineup and any lefties in the Yankees, Yankees lineup. I mean, it's on MLB Network, and that just sounds like a game that's going to go four and a half hours. Oh, it... it <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dustin Pedroia is fine against Sabathia. If Mookie Betts is a second baseman, I'm fine with that. Um, I like him in outfield, too. Mm-hmm. Uh D. Gordon gets Jerome Williams, which is fine. D. Gordon's always just kind of a unpredictable play, but can be, you know, can have his big games. Brian Dozier gets your boy Jose Quintana. Um, I like Quintana, but not enough to really avoid him. Even though Brian Dozier hasn't, I don't know. I, I wish I believed in him more, but I like him against lefties. And then didn't, uh, he, just, didn't he just obliterate the White Sox today? Uh, I didn't check. <laughs> I don't know. All I saw is that Chris Sale did badly, and I was like, oh, come on. I'm pretty sure Brian Dozier featured prominently in the, the pantsing of... Well, he likes to hit lefties, and we mentioned that he could be an option against Chris Sale, and then we're like, no, you wouldn't pick against Chris Sale, and then he did that. So, um, yeah, Brian Dozier can hit lefties, and if you can hit Chris Sale, I think he can hit Jose Quintana. And yeah, then... Just, just for completeness, sake, he was two for four with four RBIs and two yeah. runs for today. Yeah. That's rough. That's rough. Hope that uh, you went with him as the underdog pick against Chris Sale. And then Jose Altuve gets Ruanis Elias. And Jose Altuve, I know he had a walk-off hit tonight and just murders lefties. And we like Ruanis Elias as a streamer, but I wouldn't avoid, you know, picking mm. pitchers against him. So there's a lot of second-base options, I feel like, from cheap to expensive, for sure. 
Absolutely. I only have two names at third base. Who do you have at third base? Oh, just tell me your two names real quick. Uh, uh, in the Twins lineup that likes to hit lefties, there's Trevor Plouf against Jose Quintana. Mm-hmm. Trevor Plouf is going to be cheap and not great, but if you're going to use mm-hmm. him ever, it's against a lefty. And then Kyle Seeger gets Sam Duduno in Houston. And anytime he gets a righty, I'm fine with Kyle Seeger, you know. So, and Sam Duduno is whatever. He's very uh-huh. whatever, especially mm-hmm. as a starter. Any thoughts on my guy Brett Lowry versus Colby Lewis? Um, I'm totally fine with that. You know, it's it's not the platoon advantage for him, but Colby Lewis is... I think he's... I mean, he had, like, a huge ERA last year and a bad win-loss record, and I think he's better than that, but he's still not good, you know. Mm. He's not... doesn't scare me, and Brett Laurie has potential, so as cheap as he's going to be, I'm fine with Brett Laurie. Yeah, not that exciting to me. Uh, I'm about shortstop. I actually, for once, had a bunch of shortstop options. Really? Yes. I have six names written. Um, I'm kind of intrigued by Everett Cabrera pitching. I'm, I'm sorry, hitting against uh, our, our our good friend Colome. Yeah, you got to make sure he starts. But if he starts, you know, yeah, he's he could be some cheap speed. He's got to be better than he's been like lately and last year. You know, I, I feel like so. Yeah, he used to be pretty good not that long ago. It you know, be awesome. yeah. But then Those, they caught yeah. him doing things he shouldn't. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I have Gene Segura at Leicester, and at really field. John Leicester, it's a fine pitcher, absolutely, but can't control a running game. And Wrigley Field's not a bad place to hit, and Gene Segura likes to hit lefties, so I'm hoping he can show some of his speed there. It's a mm-hmm. bad lineup to be in, but I, I think he could, you know, I don't know. I like I like Gene Segura against John Leicester to hopefully run a bit. Um, if Hanley Ramirez is a shortstop in your format, he gets CC Sabathia. He likes it at lefties, and I've gone on record for saying I'm fine with streaming against Sabathia. Also from the Red Sox lineup, Xander Bogarts likes to hit lefties. He's been he's been good against lefties. I think he'll be a good player overall eventually, but already good against lefties. So I'm not scared of him against Sabathia. Your boy Mike Aviles gets Mark Burley if he gets a start. I think he qualifies in most formats as a shortstop. That's an okay pick. Just about anywhere. Yeah, that's a that's a good cheap pick though. Mike Avila yeah. is against Mark Burley. Seven Sands got sent down. So yeah, yeah. got to pour one out for your buddy Jerry Sands. Be back. Yeah. Um, Alcides Escobar gets Kyle Lobstein. Alcides Escobar doesn't do a lot for me, but hitting against a bad lefty is about the only time you'd really want him. And then uh, Brad Miller gets Sam Duduno, another cheap option who has been okay this year. Little pop, little speed. Hates lefties, but Sam Duduno is right-handed, so Brad Miller could be fine. Any other shortstops stick out to you, really? Yeah, there okay. was one. Yeah, good or not, uh, I'd, I'd be really tempted to, to go with the role of Danny Santana against Jose Quintana. You love Danny Santana. I don't love Danny Santana. I strongly like Danny Santana. Yes, as a switch hitter, he you know, and a Babbitt fiend, he can luck his way into success a lot. Yeah, it, it just it seems like he's been less bad than he was in the first two weeks over the past two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's potential there. Everyone was like, oh, his Babbitt's over 400, so clearly he's going to hit 200 next year. No, it's not- like, whoa, like, it's not going to do what he did last year, but I don't think he's suddenly going to be worthless, you know? No, it's, it's not how that works. No, yeah. Um, so I, I still kind of like him. I mean, it's the kind of thing where you get to, of course, just like everything, all dependent on his price, you know? Yeah. I, there's potential there. He's far from worthless, you know. Okay, how about outfield? Plenty of outfield options. Lots of outfield options. Yes. 
uh-huh. I started with the earliest game, the one early game, a uh, couple right-handed Brewers guys to go with Segura. Uh, Ryan Braun has been disappointing, but he likes to hit lefties, and he gets John Lester. And Chris Davis just mashes lefties, and I think that's a decent, cheaper pick that could show good power. So My, like my thing is, I don't... I don't know that John Lester's going to be a 6-year-old pitcher after after tomorrow's game. I don't think so. But I also don't think he's a 3.0-year-old guy. I don't know. I don't, I, the, Brewer, the Brewer is so uninspiring. It's one of those goofy day games. Yep. I can see that. And, I don't have a problem with staying away from him, but I think those guys are worth mentioning. You know, <laughs> I don't think I would pay for Ryan Braun, but depending on how much Chris Davis costs in your format, you know. Could be a good cheaper outfielder. Fair enough. Yeah, and Gene Segura just because shortstop's tricky. But again, and I just I was listening to Effectively Wild, the baseball prospectus podcast, and they talk about um, they were talking about new pitching stats and blah blah a whole lot of smart things. But they were talking about the running game being controlled so much more by the pitcher than the catcher. And when they mm-hmm. looked into it a lot closer, it's a lot closer than you think. You know. And a lot of people are like, oh, Yadier Molina just controls the running game. And they're like, you'd be surprised how much of it's really pitcher-related more than catcher-related. Um, mm. And so guys like John Lester that don't stop the running game much at all, you know, I don't think it really matters who he's throwing to. Um, so I like that's kind of why I like Gene Segura. Um, but yes, your point, the Brewers lineup, not one to really trust. I don't think that's wrong at all. It's a mess. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, what are the outfielders do you like? Uh, I like... Uh, Leonis Martin against Scott Kazmir, believe it or not. Really? He mashes lefties, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Uh, another option that I, I kind of like, uh, you can talk me into, um, uh, Lorenzo Cain versus this Lobstein character. Yep. I wrote him down. I don't yeah. have a problem with that. Yeah, he kills lefties as well. So. Yep. And Kyle Lobstein isn't scary. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, coming around to your way of thinking that, you know, it, it, this, you know, t- taking the, the platoon, platoon, platoon advantage thing over just good matchups. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm. My concern lately is leaning too much on the platoon thing. Trying to look into more things. Uh, Brad Johnson really likes fly ball versus ground ball guys, and they have some things at Rotographs for figuring that out, um, which can be really helpful too. But yeah, step one for me personally has always been platoon lefty righty. Yeah, I also had I had Hanley and Mookie Betts against Sabathia if they're outfielders for you. Depending on where they play, I, I like them. Ellsbury and Brett Gardner get Justin Masterson, who again really can't get her can't get lefties out, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's in Fenway, which should be fine. Adam Jones gets Colome. Alejandro Azad gets Colome. That could be a fine stack. The Baltimore stack is a okay with me. Um, your boys, Melky Cabrera and Adam Eaton, get Kyle Gibson. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't mind a, a White Sox stack in case Kyle Gibson is on one of his down days. If he's on his on day, he might bust up your whole stack. But if he's on his <laughs> his bad day, yeah. Um, George Springer gets Rowanus Elias. All those Astros righties, you know, that are like Chris Carter, Evan Gaddis, George Springer, and Jose Altuve get Rowanus. I don't mind the Astros stack. I, 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 do, I do have a super cheap option. Sure. I, I, I've kind of been talking up this Orioles stack against this Colome character. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Paredes, Paredes. Yes. Dude's, yes. Dude's, been, dude's been on fire. He's been killing righties this year. Yes, he's been super I, on fire. I would be really tempted to toss him in there against, you know, as a super cheap option against uh, against Colome. 
Yeah, he's a he's a cheap option for sure. I mean, it's going to drive his price up if he stays this hot. But yeah, he, if you believe in the hot streaks and the hot hand, he's a guy that used to be a decent prospect and he's kind of floated around for a while. But there's there's a bat there, you know. Yeah. Um, I and don't I, mind I, that. I, I, and one of their outfield options I was tempted by is Jock Peterson against Jan Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I don't mind that at all. I had Jacques Peterson written down. He's becoming one of those lefties in the Dodgers lineup that you start considering most days. I feel yeah. like he's done. Really, he's had a lot of success against right-handed pitching this year. So. Yep, yep. Um, there's also Seth Smith. It's Sam Dino. Seth Smith's pretty boring, but has potential there. And then here's another cheap guy for you in the okay. Giants outfield: Justin Maxwell, who's just I remember when they signed him in the offseason to be, you know, I think probably a minor league deal um, off the top of my head. And just no real expectations for him. He's always been kind of a journeyman. And he's been doing well so far for him. And he's right-handed and he hits lefties. And he gets big bad C.J. Wilson, you know. Um, Justin Maxwell is 31. I don't expect him to suddenly break out, but he's definitely been useful so far. And if you ever want to use him... I mean, he's been playing for seven years with four teams, looks like. like. Just a journeyman, for sure. But in those many years, he's OPS 756 against lefties, you know. So, And CJ Wilson isn't scary. So if you want to go cheap, that's my cheap option, is Justin Maxwell um, at home against CJ. You know, like Jimmy, Jimmy Par- I mean, can we just call him Paradise, or is it Paradise? Jimmy Paradise? I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's My guess is Paredes. But Jimmy it's Paradise, small, was, but... yeah, Joey Votto and Joey Hato and Jimmy Paradise. I there don't... you go. Uh, I'm excited to leave that in for you. <laughs> I'm 90% sure that's what you said. It's, a, it's totally possible. Look, if you do a daily podcast, you're gonna say a lot of. You're gonna misspeak a fair amount. I will own it. I'll I'll own my misspeaking and not edit it out for you. Um, okay. Where did you say Joey Hato? Uh-huh. I'm willing to own it. Uh, pitchers. Carlos Carrasco gets the Jays. I love Carlos Carrasco. I don't love that matchup. No, 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 no. no. Um, you have Tom Kohler against the Phillies. Uh, I had Jesse Chavez in our contest, and I had to move him because he got moved up to Thursday. So I'm with you on Tom Kohler against the Phillies. As, as we know about our boy Tom Kohler, it's going to be boring but dependable. He's going to give up somewhere between two and four runs. Hopefully only two or three. You know, it's going to pitch somewhere between five and six innings. It's going to strike somewhere between four and six batters out. It's going to be fine. You know, it's the Phillies. They're bad. Um, Anthony DeSclafani gets the Braves, which is a certainly a fine matchup. Do you like Scott Casimir in Texas, other than having to face Leonis Martin? Not really. No? Casimir doesn't do it for you? No, he doesn't. It's... Not, it's I. That's it's actually, I, I think, kind of a stay away. I'm not saying. Okay. I like it, but I'm okay with you not liking it. You know, I, the Rangers hitting lefties don't really scare me other than Adrian Beltre. And then Lance Lynn gets the Pirates, and Lance Lynn is fine. I guess in DFS he has a fairly high ceiling because he strikes out enough guys. Um, of course, the match to watch on Friday is Max Scherzer in New York against Matt Harvey. And I don't have a problem with either of those picks. You have to pay for both. I guess theoretically you'd want Scherzer because, you know, the Mets aren't going to hit as hard as the Nationals theoretically, but it's fairly close for me between those two. Mm-hmm. Any okay. other uh, starting pitchers stick out to you? Again, I, I like to go with, with 
the one expensive option and the one super cheap option. Uh-huh. I hate to say it. I think it's my cheap option. I'd be really tempted by Chris Tillman against Tampa, and that really? scares the crap out of me. He's been so bad. Because I don't exactly. I think I don't think much of Chris Tillman at all. But it's just it. it the Rays it, aren't good. It, no, they're not. It, who, who who in that lineup scares you? Yeah, I mean Evan Longoria when he's on. I think Steven Souza's okay as a fantasy guy, but yeah, no, they're not a scary lineup in any way. Right now, that, that would be that would be a, a cheap option. I'd be curious. About. I don't know if I'd, I'd pull the trigger on it. I, I might. I'd probably talk myself out of it and yeah. just go with like you know, Jose Quintana and and Scherzer, or, uh, Jose Quintana, and maybe uh, I wouldn't do Lance Lynn. I wouldn't do Ian Kennedy. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll go double barrel cheap with, with Kohler and, and Jose Quintana. Yeah. Do you like Dace Clefani in Atlanta? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I, don't know, I, I, th- I think Dace Clefani's, you know, he's... I think we're, we're at peak Dace Clefani right now. Yeah. You think it's, he's on his way down after this? I that that would... I, I think he's he's got... At some point, you know, he's not going to... You know, he's Anthony Dace Clefani. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like him, but yeah. I do, right. I do like him. I just... Yeah, I, anytime you have a guy going from as bad as he was last year to, you know, a, a 1.04 ERA and a yeah. 0.77 whip. Worried about the pendulum coming back. Yeah, I really am. And yeah. I, I, and I, I guess it's it's silly, but we, we know what's going to happen, right? I mean, uh, he's not, not going to be a 1 ERA guy for the no, rest of the No, he's certainly not. But I don't think that means he's guaranteed to pitch above what we expected him to do in the first place. I don't know. I think he'll be okay. He's not going to do this, you know, obviously, but he'll be okay. He, he, he did. He get. You know, he was played by bad, some poor defense in his last draft. But he wasn't that great anyway. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not scared of him in Atlanta. You know, I wouldn't take him somewhere meaner than that. But yeah. All right. Um, that's Friday stuff. Let's skim through Saturday and Sunday. See things that stick out to you there. Um, on Saturday. Any of the Yankees righties is the big one to me again. My boy Alex Rodriguez gets Wade Miley in Fenway Park. Uh, uh, the, the, again, you're assuming that the previous night's game actually finishes before yes. Yes. 1.30 p.m. In, in, in Boston. Yes. Well, if they get this second game in of the homestand, or of the of the series mm-hmm. on Saturday morning, the Yankees, uh, yeah, like A-Rod, um, and Wade Miley needs to put it together. I was hoping for more out of him. The Twins get your boy, John Danks. So yeah, any of those Twins... Yeah. No one's boy, Ricky Nolasco. Yeah, that's going to be a good place to go, it's, just for, you know... It's going to be a ugly game. It's, it, yeah, it's going to be bad. The White Sox can whoop on Nolasco. And any of those Twins I mentioned that can hit lefties will hit Danks. If they can hit Chris Sale, then they, they get Chris Sale, and then they get Quintana, and then they get Danks. Just weaker lefty upon weaker lefty. Um, so I like Dozier on Saturday, you know. It's going to be a big weekend for Dozier. <laughs> I guess so, all those White Sox lefties. You got the hard one out of the way. Yeah. Um, the really Indians are. get Aaron Sanchez, all those left-handed Indians players. <sighs> really want Aaron Sanchez to get it together, but did not yet. It's not good, no. Well, the Tigers get Edinson Volquez. Any Tigers players are fine there. It's going to um, walks in that game. Yeah. The Reds righties uh, against Eric Stoltz. Uh, the Reds righties for me are Marlon Bird, who's been worthless so far, so not really. Um, no. Todd Frazier loves to hit lefties. I'd be all in on Todd Frazier on Saturday. And then if Devin Masarocco can ever get back into a baseball game, he would be great. But he's just not been playing, you know. Um, so that's actually tough for the Reds. It would be good, but 
not not really right now. Good on paper, but not right now. And you can talk me into just about anybody against Scott Baker in Los Angeles. Yes. All those D-backs guys get Scott yes. Baker. I'm fine with that. On the I, flip side, the Dodgers get Jeremy Hellickson. That's going to be another good a one full of good matchups. You know, Mets righties get Gio Gonzalez. The Mets have John Mayberry Jr. He's going to get in against Gio Gonzalez. You know, um, some of the other Mets righties like Michael Kadire against Gio. That's fine. On the flip side, the Nationals righties uh, get John Neese. You know, in that battle of lefties, and the Nationals have a lot better left uh, right-handers. They have Ian Desmond, who I'm still waiting to see some from. Jason Worth loves to hit lefties. Wilson Ramos can hit lefties real well. I don't have a problem with Wilson Ramos at Neese. That's a good catcher option. You know, Ryan Zimmerman, if you still believe in him. Uh, yeah, I could see a National stack at John Neese. You know. Um, the A's get Nick Martinez, who's had ridiculous ERA, but just terrible peripherals. So I would go ahead and just stream against him again. I'm not worried about him. And then uh, all those Padres righties get Jorge De La Rosa. I realize they're at home, but Derek Norris, Will Myers, Justin Upton, Matt Camp, just every, load them up. You know, I'm fine with that. I don't care that they're not in Colorado. I'm fine with all those guys. So, um, yeah, any other real names stick out to you on Saturday? Saturday, if, if I'm looking for pitching on Saturday, mm-hmm. I think Corey, uh, I'd be really tempted by Corey Kluber, but I could see that blowing up in his face. Yeah, but I could also face. see it going the other way and having, you know, 18 strikeouts against Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not 18, but I could yeah. see him start. Jake Arrieta uh, gets the Brewers. I like that a lot. Uh, mm. No? Your boy, Jake Arrieta? I, hate to say, I think Mike Fires against Chicago interests me a bit more. It'll be cheaper, that's for sure. I like both of those. Um, Francisco Liriano gets the Cardinals, and they don't have any, like, lefty killers that really scare me. Matt Holliday, kind of, like... Yeah, I guess... Liriano's a scary guy, can bust up your bracket pretty quick, but I I like him. Um, Hector Santiago gets the Giants, that's another guy that's gonna be cheap and could be totally fine. Not as dependable, but could be totally fine. Cole Hamels gets the Marlins. Chris Archer like gets the him. Orioles. I like Chris Archer. I don't love. I like Chris Archer. I don't know if I like him against the Orioles. Yeah, it's a tough matchup, but he's a good pitcher. Mm-hmm. And then um, David Price gets the Royals. And we were talking about how those strikeout guys a lot of times have trouble striking out Kansas City hitters, but David Price can always do well. Um, and Colin McHugh gets the Mariners, which I, li- I like Colin McHugh. I'm always saying how much I like Colin McHugh. On the flip yeah, side, Taiwan Walker gets the Astros. Oh, that's thank you. That, no, that's your boomer bus guy for Saturday. I feel like there's, there's a lot of bus potential though. Uh, worth mentioning. Worth mentioning. Anybody else for you on Saturday? No, no, no. Let's, let's move on to getaway day on Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. The Marlins get Sean O'Sullivan. I don't care <laughs> oh, lefty or righty. Just any Marlins you'd like. That's uh, fine with me. Same with the Orioles. Get Nate Carnes, who has some good pitches, but hasn't really been able to make himself a good starting pitcher yet. On the flip side, I like Wei Yin Chen against the uh, against the Rays for sure, but yeah. the Rays have some decent right-handed hitters such as like um, Steven Souza and Evan Longoria, some of their best hitters. Um, Desmond Jennings, if he were healthy, you know they have some guys that can hit lefties, but uh, so I don't know that I would stack the Rays, but there's a few hitters that are kind of interesting to me. That right-handed Tigers lineup up and down against Jason Vargas, why not? You know. Uh, Rajai Davis, if he's healthy and gets in, and then Ian Kinsler, Miggy, Castellanos, Martinez, and Cespedes. Just the whole Tigers lineup against Vargas is fine by me. Anytime the Tigers face a not-great lefty, I'm pretty all-in. 
the Twins get Hector Noesi, and the White Sox get Mike Pelfrey. Just another great pitching matchup this weekend between the Twins and White Sox. So great. Those are basically unwatchable games. Yeah, it's going to be bad, but it might be a lot of DFS gold for your hitters. I guess. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of ugly baseball. Yeah. J.A. Happ gets the Astros again after conquering them at home, but this time he has to go to Houston. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, It's a little bit more hitter-friendly, but not that scary. Um, He could do fine again as a pitcher, but as usual, the Astros can go either way. If you want to take those Astros righties against J.A. Happ, I wouldn't be totally against it. Last time Chris Carter hit home run off of him, you know. Um, I don't think he's dominant enough to. <laughs> I, you don't think Springer or Altuve or or Evan Gaddis could do something against Jay Happ? You're too on the Jay Happ drain to even stream against him. I don't think the Astros are instantly going to get better at baseball. They're, they've just won like seven straight. Have they really? Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's 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 like it's 2017 already, and it's they're ready so, to win the so, World Series. So they get dominated by J.A. Happ, and then they go out and rattle off seven straight wins? Something like that. Something oh, like that. Happ, he's, he's, a, he's a streak buster. He's going to end it. Yeah, all right. So that's um, the, it begins I, in J.A. Happ. I'm interested in the Astros' righties, even if Matt isn't. Flip side, any Mariners against Roberto Hernandez. He's not scary. He doesn't bother me. Um, any Mariners hitters you like, take him in Houston. The Cardinals get Vance Worley. Are you, oh. Has all of your Vance Worley love transferred to J.A. Happ? No. Is that where it's gone? No. No. So would you take Cardinals lefties like Matt Adams or Jason Hayward or any of those guys against Vance Worley? I I would like to, but I've just I've seen those guys just be so mediocre, like yeah. all April. Yeah. I'm still in, I'm still in on, on Jason Hayward. I'm still on Matt Adams. Okay. okay. They're really trying my patience. Yeah, you're not ready to stream against Vance Worley. How about? Uh, I- are you are you ready to stream against Jared Weaver? I'm ready to stream against Jared Weaver. Jared Weaver versus Tim Lincecum in 2015. Oh boy, oh boy, yeah, that's a good matchup. Five years ago, you know. Years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you rather watch Noesi at Pelfrey or Weaver at Lincecum? Weaver at Lincecum. Oh boy. Unquestionably. Yeah. Well, again, you know, any hitters you like from those lineup, Buster Posey, Unhelpagon, Cole Calhoun is my favorite Angels hitter in DFS. You know, I'm fine with all those and, and that ugly matchup. How about all those D-backs righties at Brett Anderson? Left-handed Brett Anderson, breaking my heart, not being very good. There's yes. a ton of D-backs righties. I was, Mark Trumbo. I, I, was, I was just, you took the words literally right out of my mouth. Yeah. Mark Trumbo, Paul Goldschmidt, you know, those are the big ones. Mark Trumbo almost hit the cycle the other day. And I, I'm fine with those guys. And then, again, the Padres righties against Tyler Matzik. Uh, Padres lineup's full of righties. I'm, Tyler Matzik's bad. I still don't care. It's like Jorge De La Rosa, but even better. You know, I still don't care they're in San Diego. I would bunch up on them again. So, sure. any other stacks that I missed that you're excited no, about I for Sunday? No, you hit all the big stacks I wanted to mention. I'm, yeah. I'm annoyed, actually. A lot of options. Um, as for pitchers, cheaper guy, Wei-Yin Chen gets Tampa Bay. Jared Cozart gets the Phillies. J.A. Happ goes to Houston. Um, do you like Jason Hamill at home against the Brewers? I, I'd take just about anybody against the Brewers right now, yeah. honestly. And Jason Hamill can certainly be capable of a good start. If you yeah. spend the spend the money, Johnny Cueto goes to Atlanta. Sonny Gray goes to Texas. I like both of those just fine. So, Okay, that's a whole bunch of DFS stuff for the weekend. Yep. All right, we still have some uh, streamer picks to make. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can make that quick, too. We already touched on probably some of the pitchers. I'm um, sure we did. On Friday, we have Tom Kohler going. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. At home against the Phillies. So he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Uh, that's taken because he's fine. Who'd you like on Saturday, the second? I don't, there isn't much. You know, you got Hector Santiago in San Francisco. Okay. You can talk uh-huh. to me about that. Uh, Dan Heron at home. I don't care who he's playing against. I have no interest in Dan Heron in 2015. Yeah. Jason Kletz boy, Miguel Gonzalez at home against the, the Rays. Yeah, that was his pick for Friday, and I think that's yeah. going to bump back on him, which he's is fine. Push, he's been pushed back. So it's still the same matchup. Still worth attention. Yeah, yeah he, he should keep it. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I, don't know, I, it was, I I really struggled to find a streamer pick for for, for uh, Saturday. I guess it's Hector Santiago. Yeah. You know, gun to my head, it's probably Santiago. Yeah, I like so, Santiago. I guess that's who I'd roll with. Yeah. I'm going with Hector Santiago. I also wrote Miguel Gonzalez. Also, Drew Pomeranz goes to Texas. I'm yeah. okay with that. I need to see more from him yet, but he could be just fine. And my boy Brandon Morrow gets the Rockies at home. Um, I like Brandon Morrow, and I think he could be fine, but the only team to really beat him up so far. What's that? Is Morrow under 50? I believe so. I thought I have him written down. I thought so. Oh, he's twenty six. Wow, that's way too. That seems way too low for Brandon way, Morrow. Way too low for Brandon Morrow. No, I, I like I, Brandon Morrow. True. I'm, I'm going with Morrow. Okay. Um, I, the thing with I Brandon Morrow. Over. I didn't even look. He only has nineteen strikeouts in twenty seven innings, and I think he's better than that. The only team to beat him up this year. He's had four starts, and he's had uh, his first start no runs. His second start two runs. His third start in Colorado five runs, and then his most recent start held the Dodgers to one run. So yeah, no, Morrow's a pick. Okay, he gets again. Those Rockies are the only team to get to him, and I'm worried they could do it again, even in San Diego. But they also, I could see them not. They they make me nervous. I like Kendra Santiago more than you do. Um, I wanted to mention Pomeranz and Morrow though. So you're going with Morrow. I'm going with Santiago. I like it. Um, he doesn't have to face the DH. The San Francisco lineup's not scary. Um, Well, that is Brandon Morrow. Yeah. So yeah. Well, but he's used to not. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I like I like both of those. I like. Both oh of those. man, they, they, they've got a picture today. I'm screwed. Yeah. Um. On Sunday, Drew Hutchison is 53 percent owned. It's coming down. Not, like a rock. Yeah. Not eligible, but getting closer. Uh, I wrote Jared Cozart versus the Phillies. Jared Cozart has a 2.49 ERA and a 0.91 WHIP, which is awesome. He also has yeah, a 12, have. 12 strikeouts and 25 and a third. That's <laughs> less than 4.5. That's. I think he could do fine if you need a streamer on Sunday. If you need wins and ERA and WHIP, you know, for your head-to-head matchup, go for it. But there's not enough strikeouts there for me in like Roto or DFS at all. Wayne Chen gets Tampa Bay. Jay Happ gets Houston. Vince Worley gets St. Louis. Jimmy Nelson gets the Cubs. Your boy Chase Anderson goes to L.A. And Joe Kelly is at home against the Yankees. Joe Kelly's striking out everybody, but he's also has an ERA almost around five. <sighs> um, this is These are a lot of options. Um, I think you go with J.A. Happ, and I really wish Jared Cozart struck out somebody, because I like that matchup, but he doesn't. I think I go back to Jimmy Nelson in Chicago. At Wrigley Field, I, I still think Jimmy Nelson has has potential. Should be fine. He's had his blow up starts for sure, but I think he's pretty capable. And Jay Hampson, all right, pick, but I'm worried that he could blow up pretty bad too. So I'm going. Mm, 
Nope, I'm changing it. I'm going with Wei and Chen. I'm going with the safe option. Wei and Chen is safe like Cozart, but a little bit better and strikes out some guys. So and I, so, I so hope that the, the curse of Wei and Chen from last year like extends to you this year. Oh boy. I mean, he can be frustrating. He's so close to being pretty good, but um, I'm taking Wei and Chen. Uh, do you and Jay Hap in Houston after how much you backed him? No, I don't. Okay, all right. Who do you I'm, have then? I'm continuing to roll with, with my, my hero and life coach, Chase Anderson. Chase Anderson at the Dodgers? Yeah. Okay. You're not worried about uh, Jock Peterson? No. Howie Kendrick? Juan Uribe? You're not scared of Juan Uribe? Who are you talking to? I know. You love Juan Uribe. I, it, it wouldn't be so bad if you didn't have to be a, a hero every 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 team you went to. Yeah. <laughs> He's an entertaining player, that's for sure. That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Oh, Juan Uribe. So All right. He's had the same body type for 15 years. I, and he still plays defense. That's the thing. Like, if he still had some pop and that's where his value came from, and he does, but his value comes from being good at third base, and that's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, and just being gonna, a clown. He's going to play until he's 50, and yeah. he's going to... <laughs> He's going to look every bit of it, I'm sure. Oh, it'll be great. Oh, Juan Uribe. I believe in Chase Anderson. Okay. Um, He's only like 6% owned. That's criminally low. That is way too low. I don't think he has huge upside. I think his upside is to be a number three, but that's still useful, you know, so. All right. All right. He's he's coming up his roughest start of the season uh, at home against Colorado. I I think he bounces back with with a fine. He's seen LA once. Uh-huh. This year, I think he's fine. I like Chase Anderson. I think he's actually, if anything, he, he's been a victim of the luck dragon this year, and I think it, yep. it's kind of due to snap back the other way. Hopefully, you know, they say May is the great equalizer. Hopefully, it, equal, it equalizes out for Chase Anderson. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. I think that about does it on this long Friday edition of the Field of Streams podcast. Matt, do you have anything to uh, comment on before we get out of here? Yeah, I do. I just, I, I you know, when I do this, I, I scan rosters, you know, mm-hmm. quickly, you know, lefty righty stuff like that. And I found a picture that I had, I didn't know existed. Okay, was it Tim Cooney? No, no, no. I knew about him. Okay. He's actually a decent prospect. Okay. No, yeah. there, there's a, there's a, a pitcher on the Braves named Sugar Ray Marymon. I've seen the name before. And, I don't know anything about him. This is this isn't like you know. You know, 1920. This is like in the 21st century. There's a, pitch, a player by the name Sugar Ray Merriman yep. throwing, throwing baseballs from a professional team. I just think that's fantastic. That's good. That's good. Baseball names are good, and especially when they're major league ones. That's a yes. It's, oh, major league ones are the only one that count because you know you, you can have any name in the minor leagues. Yeah, Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray for the Braves. Well, and also anybody can make that Braves bullpen. I feel like um, Sugar Ray's in it. Yeah. Well, he's now he's now a new uh, icon in the Field of Streams podcast. Oh, we'll absolutely. He's up there with the Redstone Rocket, Jeff Locke. Yes, immediately. Um, great. Okay, I think that'll do it for us. We are going to get out of here, get a yeah, head start I... on our weekends. Um, Matt, any plans for the weekend? More trips uh, to Ikea, uh, Home Depot? Actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, no, we, we, we've got to buy window treatments. Ooh, well, fun. It's it's like the last thing we need to get the the condo finally put together is the window treatments. Well, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. Yeah, we, we've been like walking around without with, with. I think we've, we've we've literally got like curtains on one window. Yeah, that's that, weird. So it, it's, unsettling. It, 
Yeah, you know, it, it's not, you know, that bad. It's not like we have, like, thousands of prying eyes in our neighborhood. But yeah, but it's still unsettling. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to get some curtains up. It would. Yeah, cool. All right, well, uh, that'll do it for us. We'll be back on Monday. Matt will be joining me again, and we can recap how wonderful or terrible all these picks are that we just made today. Um, yeah, so... We're going to be leaning. Yeah, we want to hear from you guys on Twitter. I'm at HigginsFOS. Matt is at MattDFP911. And uh, also, you know, you can hit up uh, us on the comment section on Rotographs. Comment on the page there, and we can reply and uh, argue about how genius or how dumb we are. That's always good. That's what internet comment sections are for. So, gotta get that rolling. I'm, I'm, I've just been waiting for us to get like mercilessly flamed by somebody. It just hasn't. Ha- it just has not happened for us for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Uh, well, we gotta strive a little harder. But um. Yep. I guess love so to... we a little more, a little more risque. You know. You know. Uh, Skip Bayless gets you know by far the most hate mail of anybody because he says nonsense that he doesn't even believe. At least yep. you know we when we say nonsense, at least we believe it. Yes. Yes. That's our credibility as uh, podcasters. I think that should be our tagline. Nonsense, we believe. Yes. There we go. That's perfect. Okay, that'll do it for us. We're going to get out of here. Can I get on the weekend? Um, I'm Dylan. Format. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.